Okay, you guys, let's do this. It's gonna be so professional. Okay. Like, so professional. Here we go. Well, welcome to the Lab Support Podcast with your host, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians who support each other and others through comedy's wacky and whining roads. I hope you're ready. Kid set, let's go. Since podcasts have a catchy tune, we wrote this song for Michelle and June. Clean comedians are best friends too. Oh, so good. <laughs> and you never know what they'll say or do. Here we go, sing with me. I'll find support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. We'll have a ball, 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 with June, who's really tall. They have fun, 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 interviewing comedians. I'll have support, or, or, with Michelle, who's really short. Welcome to the award-winning Laugh Support Podcast. I'm your host, June Colson, here with Trisha's sister and Rhonda Corey's many friend. best friends. <laughs> Michelle. With one L, Van Dusen. I was going to say my best friend, Michelle Van Dusen, but you're also Rhonda's best friend. And I don't even know how there's a best if you got so many Van Dusen. But I just want to make sure that I mentioned Trisha and Rhonda. Oh, yes. Yes. Seems to be, um, it seems to be a tradition on the Laugh Support podcast. So, so uh, Trisha's sister, how you doing? I am doing well. You know, I was just thinking if there's any um, listeners out there that want to hear their name announced, go ahead and send us an email, okay, at thelaughsup at gmail.com. Did, did you always just do a spit take there? I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. want that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so if you want to you hear your name announced, you know, we can go with a Susie or a, a Jolene or um, a Joey or a, a, a Brian. You know, um, Trisha's sister sounds like Twisted Sister. Remember Twisted <laughs> well, Sister? I love uh, them in the eighties. Their no. their videos were amazing. Their Wait, outfits that was were awesome. D Snyder, right? Is that who that was? Is it D or Dean? I thought it was Wait, D. I'm thinking Dean. D. Kane. No, no, no. I, I've done a movie with Dean Kate. Well, he was doing a movie. I was just in it. Uh, no, D Snyder, I believe. Wasn't he like the blonde guy with the curly curls? It is D E E. Yeah. D Snyder. Yeah. Yes, their videos were great. Speaking of Dean Kane, hey, so today, um, which this will air later, but hopefully yeah. you'll be able to find the the film, you know, on uh, streaming platforms and things like that, or maybe in other theaters. But today, my friend T C Stallings has a movie out. We're gonna have to like we have what? to get him on here. Now I can tell you his, yes. his movie is not funny at all um no. which you know if he does a comedy we definitely have to have him on here uh but he's definitely my support just a, as a mentor and a friend and he has a movie called no vacancy it was filmed yes. in florida it's a true story and it's out in theaters today so yep. you guys keep an eye out for no vacancy it's uh i got to see some behind the scenes and some video of him like on set and things like that that's like not public for people to see, but just kind of a small group of uh, friends. He was able to show us some stuff on the set as he was filming this movie. 
And this is a Dean Kane, like he's part of the production and he's one of the stars of the film. So when you said Dean, I was like, oh, so that's what I'm doing tonight. I'm going to go to the movies by myself, you know, just like when I was in high school. And um, I'm going to watch... <laughs> I'm gonna watch no day colson no day colson you know we have another friend that's in that movie um you'll see her in the background every so often right deanna lane yes so deanna she... lane is an extra in that film for sure for sure yeah. i think she's in one of the court scenes maybe she posted a picture of it uh on the screen or whatever where she could see herself in the background and that's really yeah that's super cool she got to meet tc on the the set there and did she um, introduce herself as June's friend? Because if I she didn't, so, yeah. then that's he's the like, yeah, who are you? Right? Be, yeah, I, June, oh, June's June friend. Yes. That's my I other love nickname. You. It was No Date Colson or June Who. That was my... June what? Who? What are you talking about? Who? <laughs> well, speaking of high school, Michelle, I yeah. got a phone call from the high school today. <gasps> I have an uh, I have an, uh, a senior in high school. We we're wrapping up. Uh, by the time this airs, he will have already walked the line for graduation. And then my husband and I will be empty nesters. Just stuck. I mean, um, uh, no, just stuck. I can't find a sweeter way to say it than just each other after that. But mm -hmm. you never want to get a call from the high school, for one. And two, you don't want it yeah. to start with, uh, hey, June, this is Betsy. I just wanted to give you a heads up. Oh, yeah. Oh, heads ups are the worst. Heads up. Because yeah. right away you're going through all the things that have could have gone yeah. wrong. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And Betsy so is from, um, she's uh, like, I went to church with her and we, she and I actually were, were in high school together. We did a musical together and, um, yeah, I know her very well. And so this kind of seemed like one of those, like you got a friend who knows something happened and they're like sneaking the phone call, but she was like, um, just want to give you a heads up. And my brain paused and she kept talking. And the heads up was that uh, my son was going to get an award for perfect attendance. Oh. Oh, that's fantastic. That now that is an achievement right there because like I know my kids never got I like I had perfect attendance. Right. Uh, well, no. Um actually no. I never had perfect attendance. I think maybe in kindergarten because right. my mom's like, "Yeah, you're going to be at school all yeah. the time." Yeah. yeah well, but yeah. Well, Michelle wow. Curry doesn't have perfect attendance. Like he Wait, just what? participated in senior skip day the other day. He had his wisdom teeth taken out this year. He missed two days for that. There was a funeral this year. He missed another two days for that. He's probably missed 20 days of school. And I'm like, who's doing the bookkeeping? Come I know. On. She called me by name. She said, hey, June, giving you a heads up. So she knew who she was calling because I thought maybe she's called her. And I go, sweetie, no, I don't. Yeah. I appreciate you, but not Trey. No, Trey's not getting a perfect attendance award. <laughs> what a heads up that one is. Hey, wrong award. Wrong That's award, so funny. yeah. But it ended up being- Was it the right it, kid? Is, no, is it no, the right kid? It was the wrong award. Right kid, wrong, wrong award. Okay. So he wasn't okay. getting perfect attendance. He is getting the um, uh, triple threat colleague, or triple threat um, athlete Cords oh. because he's played wow. uh, football, baseball, and basketball, which are three completely different seasons. And so apparently um, if you are, you know, a student who has managed to play sports throughout school and play three sports while going to school full time, um, wow. then they recognize that, which I think is really great. I mean, he's kept his grades up and it's not an easy thing to get up, go to school, and then be at practices or games you know, from, I mean, his school's an early school. They start at 7.20 in the morning. Um, he only has to do that so often because so he takes early. dual credits. But 7.20 is early for us. That's Hold like early up. school here. 
are you he he's doing dual credit so he's like doing college stuff he's doing too. college classes high school classes and he's played wow. three sports and he's kept a's and b's the entire time you know that's so amazing that's not a you know i'm bragging on my kid a minute but that's you know that's not a but the thing is that he's not getting at this award ceremony people are getting like so-and-so got the such and such scholarship for twenty thousand dollars and so-and-so got uh, the you know whatever for a million dollars and so-and-so's college is paid for and then they're like this kid played three sports <laughs> <laughs> wait Jay's three like, sports and kept his grades up is yes, he gonna get yeah, like an honor roll thing too that. they're not hmm. gonna mention that all the you know um all the kids with these academic awards their parents are gonna be like what? so trey's like yeah i don't know that i'm going to that ceremony mom but the, oh he needs to go cool, so. he needs to go because that that's a huge award because no one else has that so like that's a big mm -hmm. thing my son when he was a senior he got an award that the principal is like, what is this award? He got the Volunteer of the Year Award from President, uh, at the time, uh, Barack Obama. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, yeah, it was like a real fancy. I'm like, wow, oh, he got a letter from the president and a plaque, you know, and they presented it to him at school. I'm like, this is amazing. So I asked my kid, I'm like, how'd you get this? He's like, oh, I was just searching the internet, seeing what I could, you know, win. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He goes, oh, wow. I have enough hours for that. So he had enough volunteer hours that he just stuck it in there and he got it. This is what's crazy. Okay, so I worked I worked in the education system for, for a long time. So I was in there with, when there were different presidents in office, right? Yeah. And this is how strong people are about their political beliefs. They will boo when their kid gets an award because I have been there. I was there when when a kid got, a, a, you know, well, let's say I was definitely there when Obama was in office. I was there when Donald Trump was in office. Um, mm -hmm. And then and Bush, maybe, right? maybe uh, Clinton. Clinton and Bush, maybe off and on throughout the years. I was yeah. there for Me multiple too. presidents and literally like there's a, a president academic award that they give at the end of the school year at an elementary school and every single year it didn't and this just kind of tells you how like just the environment just just the area that i live in like people aren't filtered sometimes and literally they'd be like little timmy with all a's all year perfect attendance and such and such scored a, a distinguished on all of his testing whatever wins the Barack Obama President's Award or the Donald Trump President's Award, and their parents would go, boo. <laughs> <laughs> awful. That's awful. It's only in America horrible. can you actually do that, though. Yes, See, yes. So, yeah, but like, that's horrible. Their kid getting an award. Like, I never saw, though, I never saw somebody, like, say um, that you can't go, like, you know, tell their kid to sit down and not actually get to accept that award, because it was a, it was a, yeah, I mean, a big academic yeah. achievement award. But yeah. Literally, like, <laughs> There's no other award where they're like perfect attendance. Boo. <laughs> oh, have days. you when when you were younger? Did you have to do the presidential physical fitness? Yes. Yeah, yes, we did too. Do that anymore? No, they should. You had to do so many sit ups, so many push ups. You had to run so much in certain time frames. You had yeah. yeah. I remember because that I worked hard for those little stars or whatever we got on the little patch thingy. That was well. That was probably yeah. the other because my oldest or my youngest son. It ended somewhere around his like fourth grade year, and he and my oldest son both multi sport athletes, very athletic, like good at what they do. But they also hold an award for something that's not to really be bragged about. Both of my boys were the least flexible kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> and their entire school. Neither one of them could even remotely come close to touching their toe. Like literally like the PE teacher, when Ty took the test years before, she's like, I've never seen a kid with least flexibility than Ty. Like, it's, you know, and then later on, Trey had the same PE teacher and she came to me. She goes, never mind. Trey just beat him for the worst flexibility. Of like, that's horrible. That's wow. horrible. Well, speaking of my senior, my senior yeah. kid, let's talk about, um, you know, I got to wear a t-shirt that said senior mom, which I do have a lot of senior moments and I'm not a senior yet, but it meant senior as far as my kid's final year. Now you, you yep. did a show. We want to talk a little bit today about how there's different venues and different audiences that you get in front of. And you did a show that had a lot of senior citizens, right? So tell us about that, Michelle. Yes. Okay. So um, it was a while back now. Um, <laughs> I did a show for the Glory Gang. And so the Glory Gang was, um, it's like older's adults in service, still in service kind of a thing. Um, so it's uh, like 50 and up, I think was the age range. Um, but the pastor and his wife came, so they're below that. So other than that, it was all older people. So it was very I'm sorry, wait, you said 50 and then you said all older people. Yeah, 50 and up. So it's just, it's all, you know, if you're 50 and I'm younger. Just, I just want to say 50's not older. <laughs> Well, it is. I'm getting way it, too close to 50 for that to be in the category. So <laughs> at say, 55, you can get discounts, you know, on coffee from McDonald's and, you know, okay. you get triple A or what? No, AARP. I, I want to get all sorts price. of things. I don't want to. I want I whatever. I'm just. OK, go ahead, Michelle. And your <laughs> older 50 year old crowd. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because we eat dinner at four. You know, it's one of those things. Um, <laughs> so the. um it was in a gymnasium and it was a barbecue meal of some sort. And I personally, I don't like to eat prior to doing a show. I just, I can't do it. But there was some really good looking food there. And I thought, oh, I should grab some of that now. So I'd have it for after. No, it was gone. It was completely gone. Um, but it was very interesting. So they had a podium and a microphone on, um, it was on, it was on one of those extended, uh, stands you know so if you're like playing the guitar and it's kind of stretched out so it wasn't really um conducive for stand-up comedy in that sense and so I started and I realized the echo in the room because it's a gymnasium so the ceilings are really high everyone's sitting at round tables at seat like 10 people but there's not 10 people at each table and they're kind of spread out so people can get their walkers through so and then people are trying to turn up their ear their their hearing aids and sound is bouncing i'm like oh this is not working this is not I just, working for our audience who's listening and not maybe watching this on youtube or whatever michelle did a full-on act out of using a walker and it was adorable so she just <laughs> just showed me what it means to use a walker and i love yeah between the feedback <laughs> like i could totally imagine you on your walker one day when you're i don't know what 55 super old <laughs> Do you, like, do you like my wheelchair? Do you like my wheelchair? Oh, look, yesterday my dad, my son strapped a wheelchair in the back of my dad's truck for my mom. And he, and he happened to be putting in the front yard and he left the putter on top of a pile of wood that was in the back of the car. My dad said he was driving down the road. He just looked up. There goes a left-handed golf club flying <laughs> off a wood pile in the back of his truck. So. 
So oh, man. anyway, that was a really good wheelchair you did. And a side story yeah, yeah. from me, you're welcome. Keep going, Michelle. <laughs> okay, wait, but before we go off that side story, have you ever seen Leslie Norris Townsend do the old when she does her old yes, person yeah. oh my gosh now that is the best act out yeah. so if you haven't seen her comedy she's got a dry bar yeah. she's all over the place you need to watch that one Leslie she's Norris so funny Townsend. yeah outstanding yes. in her field i think is what it is yeah outstanding yeah i think that's what her dry is called standing in her field yes it's a play on standing out. in her field on the corn like corn fields yeah. of where yeah, she lives she's on a farm yeah okay oh. and back to our geriatric story <laughs> Anyway, so I ended up having to take the microphone out of the stand and I just, I moved myself um, right down to the first table and then I just started engaging the people at each table kind of a thing because that way then they could hear and because no one's been out because of this pandemic over the few years, it they just wanted to be engaged, you know, so I ended up starting with material, but because the it wasn't really hitting, I just started engaging people and started asking them questions and just kind of, so it was a very uh, unorthodox comedy set. And so much comedy came from their answers that then I just played off of what they said there. And, and so then everybody felt included. Everybody had a good meal. And then some people could hear. And then even the ones that when they couldn't, I'm like, Gertrude, go ahead and tell Henry what I just said. You know, so like it just yes. added more stuff to it. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It ended up being a great show. Um, and I would recommend next time, like if they eat, and then let's go to the auditorium or something or, or right. into the chapel. Something along those lines because it was yeah. really hard for them to hear. I did a Valentine's Day show, and that's and that's what I recommended to them. They had like a, like a dining area, but I saw the area, and it wasn't that, you know – it wasn't really conducive to, to comedy. Mm -hmm. And so um, also like, you know, you have the like people still kind of lingering or getting up to get a drink or those kind of things. And so I told them, I said, you know, I'm not in a rush time frame wise. So how about let them finish their meal? Then we'll, then we'll go into the auditorium and it'll feel more like a show and, and less like I just walked into where they're eating. And so they were able to finish up their meal and they all came in and it was, it really did kind of, you know, set the stage for that. So, so yeah, I, and I, I do agree. We've talked about this before. It's one thing when you stand up and you give a speech to an audience and it's another thing when you have a conversation and sometimes the conversation literally is a back and forth with your, you know, with your audience and, we try to control the environment, but really, uh, you know, you can tell people what works best, but it, when they hire you, you kind of do what works best for them. And even if yep. someone says, oh, I get it, I got you, you're you're covered. A lot of times we get there and they didn't get it. They didn't get it, did they, Michelle? <laughs> yeah, no, I, yes and no. I, so with what we had to work with, they got it. And yes. that was really good. And I have to say, um, this was this group was so much better than one time when I did a retirement home um, <laughs> because I was following a funeral and, and they're like, okay, we're going to, uh, it's going to be another 10 minutes before we can set up because we got to, you know, move the, move the body and da, da, da. it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Take, yeah. please take the casket out, please. That would be great. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> but so after the end of that one, the one guy goes, yeah, keep working. I'm like, oh my gosh! <laughs> but this one, this one, the Glory Gang one, uh, what the pa one of the associate pastors who, or elder? I, get, I think maybe they call him an elder. He's been there for a long time. Uh, he came up 
And he goes, I just want to affirm your ministry. You're very good at that. Let me sow some seed. And then he hands me a packet of flower seeds, like seeds. (laughs) I'm going to start doing that when people say, hey, if you want to plant, you know, if you want to sow some seeds in our ministry, I'm going to start mailing them flower seeds. That's not what that's not what most people are expecting when they No, you you think it's going to be money. So that was so funny. I'm like, oh, my gosh, he gets it. He totally gets it. It just it just cracked me up. But at first, I'm like, I felt really special. I'm like, oh, wow. Like this associate pastor is coming up and telling me this. How nice. And then like, oh, you stinker. But I thought, oh, no, he's brilliant. So it was really good. That's super funny. And for our uh, non-Christian audience members, for the non-believers, what's wrong with you? You should believe. We want to speak to you right now. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) Basically, for for most believers, when they talk about sowing seed, seed means putting your money into something. It's an investment. Yes. Watching that grow. So like... When, you know, when a pastor comes up to a comedian and says, I'm, you know, I want to sow seed into your ministry, then that typically means financial support. So this yeah, like guy, gas money. Woohoo. This guy was trying to one up Michelle on the comedy by handing her actual seeds and going literal with the meaning of sowing some seeds. Yeah. So yeah. Did you plant those seeds, Michelle? That's the big question. Uh, no, I have not. Um, I probably should. Uh, actually, last week would have been the perfect time because there was so much rain here. Will they die rain. though? Like everything I plant dies. Uh, well, probably at some point. Yeah, everything that is born will die. Michelle, so, we're not yes, going literal. Yes, with it, it will. Just, but are you good <laughs> at plants? Is what I'm asking. Come on now. Come on. Uh, uh, God is really good at growing stuff. I put it out in the yard and then just let Him take care of it from there. So. Oh, so if it dies, then. God wanted it to die. <laughs> oh no, 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 not like not like that. It's just it's it's more like I neglected it. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, I don't spoil my plants. Let's just put mm, that. Yeah. I just yeah. soil them. I just put them in soil. Okay, never mind. Oh, now you're just getting gross. You talk about some really gross things. Just real quick, you guys. I can't even share with you what she said about my ear that wasn't a few minutes ago. Gross. I, it was, I soiled. I put it in the soil. Yeah, I know what okay. you said. Oh, I look. literally just had a conversation with someone about not doing poop jokes. And then you yeah. know what you're talking about. Okay, you see this? My yes. son gave this to me um, yeah. on Mother's Day. Uh-huh. I'm like, that is so great. Thank you. It's fake. Yeah. It's plastic. That's I'm like, my favorite mm. kind of plant. Yeah. So, but it's it beautiful. Real, I like it's it. Cute. Yeah. Right? I like that's my that's my favorite. I don't know how this one behind me. You can kind of see it. I don't know how that's is that real alive. It's been up here for like four months, and I've never watered it, not one time. Like that's awful. And every time I'm up here and we do the podcast, I think I should really water that plant, and then I don't. I just don't. Yeah, don't. Michelle. So I is it don't. a real plant or is it plastic? No, it's real. It's called mother-in-law's tongue. That's what my mom called it because you can't kill it. That's what he said. <laughs> the nickname for it is mother-in-law's tongue because it just won't die and so that's kind of painful but that's what that's what i get i get i've got two mother-in-law tongue plants downstairs i have watered them a couple of times but they keep going okay so you did the geriatric you did the geriatric show yeah and um and then i wanted to talk about the most recent uh show that you did because comedy can be like you can be in some unique places and do some unique things and this was this was super fun for you and it was a unique show so tell us about tell us about the fashion show 
Okay, so I did a show for Hope Pregnancy Center here in uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it was, um, they were doing uh, Handbags for Hope is the name of the show. And so they were doing like a silent auction and um, they were having, they were having some food and then they were going to do this fashion show. So they had um, five models, I believe. Well, it was five, no, it was six and a half models. I say a half because one, one of them was a one-year-old um, baby boy. And so it, it was the people that worked in the pregnancy center. So it was like one was the, the nurse, one was a director, one, um, the, the baby and his mom, they were, you know, they were clients of the facility. So it was like, you know, the, and yeah, and so they had um, different boutiques, donated the clothes so I got to read the whole description of what they were wearing as they walked down, you know, da da da, da kind of a thing, and then uh, accentuate in and talk about the handbag that they were carrying because the bag was what was for, um, I was going to say up for adoption, but that's not right, um, no. for auction. Yeah, well, it was up for auction. I don't think they're adopted. Maybe the babies get adopted, but not the handbags. Yeah. The handbags, you're going to auction. I hope you yeah. never, auction. if you were in charge, they would be auctioning off babies and adopting handbags. And like, it's so dangerous. Dangerous. Don't so wrong. So wrong. Charge. So wrong. Okay. Yeah. All right, so we have the uh, handbags in an auction. Yes. Yeah. And 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 let me just clarify that the um, pregnancy center. It's not always about adoption. It was about you know like they had parenting classes yes. and yeah. you know they they had and they even um, they had well they had a nurse there because the nurse actually if, if someone wants to come get pregnancy tests or if they want to see a sonogram like so it was really neat the it's how encompassing this group is anyway yes so they asked the short fat girl to be the MC for the fashion show i'm like okay and i uh, <laughs> i was so excited so my intro um and here's the thing it was all i was doing was reading the descriptions so it wasn't like, oh, this is an opportunity to put a ton of comedy into it. Right. But it but it actually was if you just kind of looked between the lines, you know, kind of a thing. So um, I I gave the person that was introducing me um, my description of what I was wearing. And that started off the whole thing of, okay, this is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun fashion yes. show, not just the, and what's in fashion this day is chocolate. No. So um, I had her, oh, I was wearing this headband that I'm wearing right now um, yes. because my son, my son, Michael, is now on a missions trip. He's in Uganda, but this came from Zambia. So I made sure that I mentioned the Zambia headband. Yes. And then the top I had was a hand-me-down for my niece. And the pants, the well-worn uh, jeans was from the clearance rack at Walmart. And she's wearing borrowed socks. And then the shoes was a garage sale find of the century. Um, only worn three times by the previous owner because she out, she had a growth spurt. Uh, so, you know, because it was these Nike blue, Nike blues, It needed to be because right? the six-year-old had a growth spurt. You're so tiny. She was nine. She was nine. So, oh, was nine. boom. Okay. Yeah. And so they were like five bucks. And like garage sale fine. Brand new Nikes. Anyway, so now they're in my show shoes. I wear them all the time. But just on stage. And then, uh, and then I had a handbag. And it mm -hmm. was a handbag that my son uh, also brought back from Zambia. And um, so I wanted to make sure I mentioned him twice. I'm like, because he's going on a missions trip, you know, because like that was the whole thing. I wanted to make sure yeah. I announced that he was, you know, leaving the country. And so we did all that. Oh, that's right. And I also had, uh, so I did the headband and then I had a face mask 
and I had a Talk is Cheap face mask on. I'm sorry, um, who, who's the host of Talk is Cheap? Who shows uh, that? Talk, Talk is Cheap, uh, Rhonda Corey. I Ron. don't know if you ever heard of her. Rhonda yeah, she's a tr- Corey? I feel like mm-hmm. I've heard that name before. Rhonda Corey. Okay, yeah, and so she's you have the mask on? Yep, and, and so the announcer, uh, I had to write it all in there for, uh, she's like, oh, Michelle, we don't wear masks anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. And then I took it off, right? So, yeah. you know, just start off the whole thing. Yeah. And does your friend Tri- or does your uh, sister Trisha? Does she have a talk as cheap mask? She does not. I should well, probably. Well, that would be a well, great. It gift. would be great if Thank Trisha you. had a Rhonda Corey talk as cheap. Right. Mask. Okay. So basically, <laughs> what you did was uh, so Rick Roberts School of Laughs. One of the things yes. that he teaches in his class is that if it's possible to include a, a, a joke, a quick something in your introduction. Um, that, that can help set the stage for, you know, what's about to happen. So I think what you did was brilliant. You're getting ready to come on and rather give a list of, and, and let's be honest, sometimes like a comedian will have 500 accolades that they want to be read about them. And the audience, they, they, if there's a few like big things, if you can say, you know, she's been on Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, or, you know, something like that, something to add a little credibility, but mm-hmm. a big list of things. The audience yeah. tunes that out. But if you can make them laugh before you come up there or it can set the stage for who you are and what you're about to do, um, then th- that's a that's a great way to do it. And you you took the opportunity rather than listing a million things about yourself, you yeah. played into what was going to be happening, what you were there for. And a lot of comedians get hired for gigs like that. A lot of comedians, they're not necessarily asking you to come do comedy. They just know that you're going to likely be an upbeat. Now we know some really dry comedians, but for the most part, they know you're comfortable (laughs) on stage. They know you're comfortable talking to people Mm -hmm. and, you know, and you're likely going to add the element of joy and comedy to what you're doing. Yes. You know how to stretch. If there's a, you know, unlike my son who can't reach his toes, you know how to stretch (laughs) And do callbacks like I just did. Look at that. It's hilarious. What? And and so, you know, your your comedy can be valuable in on different stages, in different yes. environments for different types of shows. And so I loved hearing that when you read me um your description. And I also love that you're like, my son, my son's on a missionary trip. When I just said my son's <laughs> missed 20 uh, days of high school, just had senior skip day and is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he kept his grades up. So there you he go. He kept his grades up. So, you know, oh, one up and one up and all the kiddos. I forgot to tell you this too. Um, so there was also a gentleman that was there helping the women on and off the stage kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, so I was like, and our manhandler, he happens to be wearing. And then I just listed, you know, I just made up stuff of what he was wearing, which <laughs> people were like, manhandler, what? I guess, you know. And yeah. then... Um, we had the sound guy in the back, so I mentioned what he was wearing, and we had one guy in the audience because it's all women. I said, "Oh, look, the wallet came," you know. So <laughs> talked about that, and then there was a couple of handbags uh, I pointed out, like I, um, I really like that one because I could fit, you know, such and such da, 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 in it. And then another one was like this blue tote that had all these holes in it, and I'm like, you know, I'm sure, man, you're wondering, uh, you know, what handbag is here for me. I'm like, this one right here. It looks more like a fishing tackle box or a live well. Like you could catch a fish and then, you know, (laughs) just kind of put it in the water and all the water just goes through it. You know, so we just did that. Actually, that particular bag, uh, there was a bidding war on it and it actually sold like four times as much as As the other bags. that it was worth gotcha like it went over so uh somebody has a really good tackle slash live well beach 
purse happening. Yes. So, well, yeah. I know you had such a good time at that because a lot of times, like, these are the kind of shows that you just leave and you had a great time helping people have a good time. It puts you on that little comedy high for a minute where it's like, this is fun. I want to do that again and again and again. And we know that not all shows are like that. There are a lot of shows that you walk away from. It took yeah. every ounce of energy you had in you, every bit of self-confidence you could muster to survive the event. And and you right. go home feeling like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. But I know at that particular show, you know, so I guess to encourage comedians that, you know, there are going to be those shows that just zap it out of you where you just go, this stinks. But, you know, mm -hmm. if you stick to it, if you hang on and you keep going, you're likely going to hit that next show being one that that just inspires and encourages and you have a great time too. And it puts that energy right back in you to go back out and go for it again, right? Yeah. Yes. And it had the best food. I'm just going to flat out say this. Um, it, it was amazing. Stacy made the best food ever. Like yes. she had these little baby quiches that. <gasps> oh, I remember she was showing me oh, pictures of it. So good. So good. And then there was, um, she had like, what do they call it? A charcuterie board, right? Where I, you know, I'm cheeses. not going to tell you what my, uh, what I've heard people call it, but yeah, yeah. it's, you, you were close to yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Whatever it is. But she had it like in to go cups. So it was like in clear plastic cups. So all the stuff was like on skewers inside. Yeah. So I'm like, that was really clever. And, um, so it was just, it, oh, and then the scones, I've never had scones taste so good. Like, these were it was a lemon poppy seed scones with some kind of lemon drizzly stuff. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go really now. Good. We're going to have to cut this off because I'm starving. And um, <laughs> I don't have any of that good food downstairs. What I think is I'm going to have some peanut butter and a banana is what I'm probably going to end up having. Ooh, but listen, you yeah. guys, um, this is just kind of a catch up, you know, hangout day with me and Michelle. And we're so happy that you guys joined us. Know that if yep. you would like to watch the podcast, you can always see us on Roku TV on the Creative Motion Network. You can see us on what? Vimeo and you can see us on YouTube. And of course, you can listen to us anywhere that you get your podcast. And Michelle was telling me we are now on six of the seven continents. continents. Is that That's right? right. Or seven continents. Yes. Sorry. Okay. That's so right. we're on yep. six yep. of the seven continents, not Antarctica yet, but we hear that Amazon can reach there. So I think Michelle's going to put our podcast in a box and ship it to Antarctica so we can say <laughs> that we've been <laughs> to Antarctica well, as well. But hey, real fast. There's... Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, if there's any scientists out there, let your scientist buddies in Antarctica know that they yeah. could listen to our podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then we can be what on all gonna the say? continents. Okay. So real quick for fashion. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm showing you. <gasps> I got on my Oopsie Daisy Ooh. Duke Colson Comedy t-shirt. I finally did some merch. A lot of comedians do that. They sell t-shirts, things like that. I just, I don't know what my hangup was. Uh, my friend Hoss Ridgeway, who is also a comedian, made the shirts, helped me design them. And um, so this is my oopsie Let's daisy, and you can uh, you can message me June at JuneColson.com. Let's get you a can, better um, shot. Go of on that. my Facebook page. Let me know if you want to get one. Yes, JuneColson.com. Um, Facebook June Colson Comedy. And um, so I have two, and they're off of bits that I do, but one's Oopsie Daisy, which is the hot pink with the big daisy on it. And then can I show you the other one, Michelle? Yes, yes, I want to see the second one. Reggie, come here. Reggie, come here. Okay, hop up. Come here. Come on, get Wait, okay. you put it on your dog. Hold on, I gotta take my earbuds out. And he's modeling the can't beat him tase him t-shirt. Hang on. Okay, I gotta back up. Come on, Reggie. Okay. Look at Reggie. Come here, Reggie. Okay, come here. 
can't beat him, tase him. There it is. There it is. Okay, I need to see you, Michelle. Give me a thumbs up. Do you see my can't beat them, taste them? Yes, that's yes. so okay. good. So, so I, good. I don't have my earbuds in. I can't hear you anymore. But that's going to be this episode of the Laugh Support Podcast. Jesus and Junebug loves you. Michelle, tell them goodbye. I want to just say uh, goodbye. Thank you for listening. 